0: When it's Saturday on Anchor, then we sing. When it's Saturday on Anchor, then we sing. It don't have to be so pretty, you can
1: sing any ditty. So won't you message me on Anchor and just sing? You can sing alone or sing with your family. It really doesn't matter much to me, but of course you are invited. What rhymes with invited? Won't you call in with a song? And message me. What you just heard there, folks, was Tim Araneta with an awesome, awesome improvised song. I believe uh, perhaps Carl Sagan, maybe John Travolta, Tony Danza, uh, or any number of uh, George Takei, um, any number of people could have left a message for Tim and that was his return his return thank you message I love that stuff this 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 whole podcast inspirato projecto what you're listening to right now it's all about the process of creation it's all about collaboration it's all about dialing in and tuning in and turning up the volume on those talents and passions and all those all those crazy voices uh, all those just Uh, astounding pieces of imagination I love to feature it all I love to feature it all get it all out there in the open this is this is the place for that I want to this is a realm that I've uh, uh, intended to create where people can feel free to fl- fly their freak flags say that ten times fast so there's a place for, for those of you who have uh, interesting talents, voices, etc., poetry, to share it. Uh, the past few podcasts you heard, I was with the Yachtley crew over the weekend in San Diego. We were at a KOA campground, 50-year anniversary. Boy, that was fantastic. It was so great. They had a slideshow. The founder of the park, the the, the grandfather. He talked about the whole history of it. I, I, love, I love that stuff love that stuff. Those stories are great. And, you know, he went through the years of how he partnered up with someone to start with this KOA campground, and then that guy's like, I'm tired of it, and then he bought it out, and they bought other KOA campgrounds. They had so much fun, and this is the first one out in San Diego, uh, National City. And that's where where they had us play. And so while we were there uh, last night... Well, while we were there in San Diego last night, we ended up playing at the House of Blues in San Diego. We played in the what's called the Voodoo Room, and I think we had about 200 people. Capacity was 220, so that was cool. We had two, 200. What a wonderful time. Today, we're going to be playing Thousand Oaks at the, I think it's called Conejo Valley. It's a free event. We're going to be playing outside. It's going to be fun, awesome, family-friendly. It'd be great to see you guys out there. And, uh, now... something tells me it's time for... another... uh, another episode of TSA by Forgotten Tales.
2: Oh, welcome back, everyone. I'm so glad you could come back to the Fifty Shades of Grey book club... Now let's pick up where we left off last week. Before I know it, he's got both my hands in his vice-like grip above my head, and he's pinning me to the wall using his lips. His other hand grabs my hair and yanks down, bringing my face up, and his lips are on mine. My tongue tentatively strokes his and joins his in a slow, erotic dance. His erection is against my be- Hey! Hey, wh- why are you rubbing my milky white thigh? Hey, it's okay, lady. I'm with the TSA. Hey, hey. TSA, Fifty Shades of Grey. Hey, oh, I didn't know. Your arms are so big. Oh, that's right, lady. Hey, hey. Fifty Shades of Grey, TSA. Hey, hey.
0: This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado, Projecto got a light
1: Wow, Zers. Crew had three shoots this weekend. Oh boy. Let's see. First one was uh first one was uh first one was what do we do? A KOA campground. That's right. That's right. It's a 50 year anniversary of when they they uh, opened up that campground. That was great. Then the next day, while we are in the San Diego area, we played at the uh, House of Blues. Then yesterday, we played in Conejo Valley, Thousand Oaks. Wow, these sprawling hills, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful hills, beautiful nature. Oh my god, these oak trees. It was just, oh, just amazing, just amazing. They had a green room for us. We actually had a place to change. They had some sandwiches in there, some Coca-Cola classics and other drinks. Wow. That was just, the hospitality we've been receiving lately is just really, it keeps getting better and better, better and better. Musicians who travel to uh, see this is so crazy. This is going to sound like I'm complaining. Like, come on, dude, you should be happy that you're playing there. Well, okay, no, I'm not. I'm not going to go down that path. However, I'll go down the path saying this. Um, out of the free, three venues, the most fun I had was the KOA campgrounds and the uh, Conejo Valley Thousand Oaks because looking out, seeing all those people out there. To attend it, uh, this free celebration of the park. Oh my God! We saw a lot of regular folks—the regular, but familiar faces. I'll put it that way. A lot of familiar faces who we've seen pop up at our other shows. There's a woman there who had seen us at Surf Rodeo uh, when we played a while ago. You can hear the what I went through—a uh, crazy adventure. That's on one of my one of the uh, podcasts for the surf rodeo and all the craziness that that happened there with my sister's friend passing out with alcohol poisoning. That was crazy. We had to stop the show momentarily. That was crazy. But there were people, there was a woman who was from that surf rodeo show who came out to see us play and then uh, there there were these ladies wonderful ladies, they had seen us at Borderline Bar and Grill in Thousand Oaks before, and when they came out there, the first time I saw them, they each had, each one had a different face of us, of the band members, on their t-shirt. And the woman who had my face on her t-shirt, this time around, at the, at the, at the uh, Conejo Valley circumstance, her daughter wore that T-shirt, and so that was great. I got a photo with myself next to her daughter with, my, with me on her T-shirt. Um, if you'd like to check that out, that's on Instagram. Uh I got the official Yachtley, uh, I got the official Inspirato Projecto Instagram. Out there, by the way, folks, if you get a kick out of listening to the show, and if you'd like to, you can go to podcastawards.com and vote for Inspirato Projecto for the best arts podcast. That's what we we're nominated for. What an honor! We're nominated by the Podcast Awards for Best Arts Podcast. Also, We're up for the Adam Curry Award. Adam Curry is uh, VJ, used to be VJ on MTV. How crazy is this? Inspirato Projecto has been around since February, the end of February, I think. And it's just fun just to see how much traction has been built here. I love including other podcasters' messages in here. Now... <clears throat> a lot of these great messages you hear on here are from people who are using the Anchor app. If you're listening to this on, let's say, Spotify, iTunes, any of those other places out there that you can hear in Sparato Projecto, the, the, the voices and stuff that I've been including on here, a lot of them, a majority of them, are from Anchor. So if, you, if you'd like to collaborate together, Download the Anchor app. It's free. It's totally free. These guys, they distribute it all over the place. They're about, I don't know, 13 places now? 13 different places? Uh, If you don't have the Anchor app, you can send me any audio to inspiradoprojecto at gmail.com and I'll incorporate it. Into the podcast or even onto my radio show. There's a radio show version of this, which <coughs> plays the first and third Monday of every month between one o'clock and 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you go to Inspirato, if you look up Inspirato Projecto, you will be led to the official site, which, which is where I like to upload uh, which I actually still need to upload last uh, the last uh, radio show and put that audio up there. It's on Mixcloud. You can hear the Mixcloud audio. I just haven't uploaded any photos yet to the WordPress site, which I'll probably do, probably do as soon as I hang up with this. It is just startling to see the amount of folks contributing, contributing their artistic abilities showing the process of art is such a uh, such a big deal to me i realized that after going through life and hearing so many folks <coughs> <coughs> uh, um, use a very similar phrase oh, well, I'll do it when it's ready. Or, you know, oh, I'm still thinking about this thing. Oh, I got the greatest screenplay in the world. Oh, I got the greatest album in the world that I'm working on, working on. Oh, you're working on it. Can I hear, can I hear some of it? Can I read some of it? No, no, no. Well, it's all in my mind. It's all in my mind. I have to all work it out in my brain first and then I'll put it out to the world. And as it's been said, now there's no better time to put out stuff than right now. Right now is the time to do it. You have, it, I would say, having something like this, like Anchor, where you get into the momentum of making these podcasts, you get into the momentum of putting your stuff up there. What it does is, what it does for me is, it creates an example in my brain, build up the reservoir in my brain of examples where I just, bam, you just strike like like lightning. And when you when you have that idea, and you strike like lightning, you get it out there into the world, it becomes easier and easier to do it. I don't need to tell you that. You know what it's like. You know what it's like. I don't need to tell you. It's just nice to be reminded. I like to be reminded of it. Maybe that's why I'm saying it out loud, mostly to remind myself. You, dear listener, are a... A side, side benefit, a, a a a a byproduct, if you will, of me saying it out loud because you get to hear it as well, and then maybe that triggers a, that 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 makes you that reminds you you go, oh my gosh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. I need to just do that, just get to that flow. Let your let us let us see the wrinkles, let us see the you know. The stitching coming undone. Let us let us get a peek behind the scenes. There's there's a, there's a joy in that. By doing that, we're allowing, we're enabling, we're inspiring others who are considering walking down a similar path. We're offering them the opportunity to go. Hey, you know what? There's, everything does not come out fully polished fully, I was reading this article, I was reading this article, and there are a lot of folks out there giving giving uh, advice about podcasting, including myself, right, where well, that's, you're listening to me saying right now, I'm giving you advice, I know what's best, I'm the king of the best podcast advice, oh, listen to me, listen to me, I know what it's all about, I got all the answers. I'm the podcast king. So, everybody, everybody out there has some advice on on the podcasting circuit, circuit track, podcasting circuit track. Welcome to my podcasting circuit track. So, one of these pieces of advice out there that I saw, they were talking about, the expense of making a podcast, and they're talking about the cost of an engineer, the cost of renting the studio time, the cost of editing it, the cost of yada 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 words words words. And they said it would come out to about one. What was it? One podcast a month for fifty bucks? Or no? What did they say? Can't remember if they said once a week or once a month. I think they they said once. Ugh. Oh, I don't want to hear myself saying this out loud, but I think it said once a week, 50 bucks to do something like that. And everyone's got their own method because deep down inside, I think each one of us who's podcasting is, we, we got, there's an example in our brains. There's always a, there's a blueprint out there for each endeavor that we want to set out upon. There's a set blueprint, so to speak. We can look around at authors, we can look around at podcasters, we can look around at musicians, actors, etc, etc, etc. And we can look at what they're doing. We could go, "Oh, well, they did it this way. They have in a sense set up a formula. There's a nice blueprint here formula. I'm going to go ahead and follow that too. It worked for them, it's going to work for me." and that it, those are possibilities those are possibilities now it is also possible that each one of those people listened to someone else that they looked up to or respected the advice from and they decided i'm going to i'm going to do it this way because that person did it that way you go back and back and back and eventually you're going to come across someone who had no frame of reference the lewis and clarks out there the marco polos of the world The Dr. Livingstone. Hello, Dr. Livingstone, I presume. The Dr. Livingstones of the world, those who've been exploring out there, adventuring out there, the Indiana Joneses who are willing to go to those deep, dark caves. No frame of reference. Have no idea there are booby traps in the cave. Don't have any idea. And he goes in there. If you haven't seen Indiana Jones yet, check out that movie. You'll see some skeletons in there. You know, you get this idea there are some dead people in this cave. People who have tried to go forth to follow their bravery, to follow their instincts. And that's what Indiana Jones did. Went right in there. He didn't know any of that stuff was going to happen. It seems dangerous. The funny thing is, okay, so we take that same analogy The danger in podcasting, the big danger, really is the danger that lies within ourselves. We're the ones putting the booby traps out there. Are we going to trust ourselves or are we going to not trust ourselves? Are we going to feel that we have to rely on all that fancy razzmatazz and the ticker tape? Or are we going to simply get excited about the fact that something like Anchor exists and we can take it anywhere, everywhere, all where, we are the mobile radio station. You're the mobile radio station. I'm the mobile radio station. What have you always wanted to hear on the radio? Make that show. Make that show. But I don't know if anybody's going to listen. What makes you sleep better at night? Uh, being a um, Puppet? People moving you around? Bad podcaster. Bad podcaster. You didn't edit out the ums, the ers, the whatever whatever's. You didn't edit that out. Uh, you're a bad podcaster. Is that the kind of authority figure that you want to be, that you want to represent, that you have whipping you in a shape? Around every corner. Sooner or later you're gonna get tired of that. I can guarantee it. Sooner or later, podcasting is not gonna be much fun to you anymore. Podcasting is gonna become a chore. It's gonna become a burden. It's gonna become this okay. I know I gotta get a podcast other. Oh god, it's such drudgery. Oh, the drudgery. <coughs> Oh, the drudgery, oh, the humanity. I can't stand podcasting anymore. Oh, my God, there's so much pressure. Or do you want to be the, you know, as that phrase goes, wherever you go, there you are. My Uncle Arnie would say that a lot. He heard it from someone else, and he would say it a lot. Wherever you go, there you are. 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 are. Are you constantly editing yourself wherever you're going, whatever you're saying, whatever you're doing? Do you always got the, the radar boop, blip, blip, blipping along? Do you always got the, the CCTV cameras pointed right at you inside your brain skull? Are you monitoring with the microscopes each and every single little molecule, whether it's going the right direction or the wrong direction? Are you the authority figure, in other words? Are you the authority figure? Yes. How do you do it your way? Do you do it your way? Do you do it your way? Yes, I do. Oh, do you do it your way? Do you? Do you really do it your way? Do you really do it your way? If you do it your way, then you stand by whatever you say or do. You stand by it. Until the moment happens where you don't stand by it anymore. And you go, oh, that was a different version of me way back then. Even five seconds ago. The one that's talking right now is the newest version. Is the one I stand by. The moment to moment. I got my own back. Visualize if it helps you. Visualize a legion, a legion of your own doppelgangers, your clones, your invisible guides. They all got your back. They are the net below your trapeze. What does that enable you to do? Well, one would think it would enable you to do more triple flips. It would enable you and inspire you to do much more courageous and crazy zippity-doo-dahs up there. Your teammates catching you by your feet by your toes by your pinkies by your thumbs by your ears by your pigtails rip <whistles> <whistles> whoop under the armpits we got gotcha. you and if we don't got gotcha, you guess what the net down there has you it's always got gotcha. you
3: candy candy hi there
1: little marky heard me talking about inspirational things and he came up Tell how inspired he is by the volume of his meow of his uh, of his prank here. here. Marky, 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 what a guy! So make the art you want to see out there in the world. Make the art you want to see out there in the world. If you're not gonna make the art that you want to see out there in the world, if you're not gonna do it for you, do it for me. <laughs> If you are going to envision one audience member who's going to applaud you and appreciate the fact that you you had the bravery and the courage, which is interesting, too. I'll just uh, make an addendum to that as well. It doesn't even have to be bravery or courage unless you define it as such. So you could define getting up on a stage and singing karaoke. You could define doing a podcast, you could define writing a book, making a song on your guitar, you could define it as something just simply natural and something that just happens, something that's fun, something that's joyful, something that's exciting to explore, a fun challenge to get into. You could view it as that. It's up to you. I'm granting you permission. Next step is to grant yourself the permission and you're well on your way. You're well on your way all the way. Every time, all the time. <laughs> 100% of the time. 1,000% of the time. You pat, you give yourself a pat on the back 100% of the time, I guarantee it will work 1,000% of the time. <laughs> make it. Make it. Do it. How many people out there are giving you advice today? Next question. How much of that advice feels good to you? How much of that advice resonates loudly and clearly with the barometric pressures within your heart? Where does your heart want to take you today? Hmm? What's your truth? How are you going to honor that truth? How are you going to honor it? How are you going to honor your greatness? Is the little version of yourself proud of the artistic endeavors you're putting out there in the world? Is that little younger version of yourself are they are they happy with the direction you've gone in? Are you making them proud? Have you become the version of yourself that that little kid aspires to grow up to be? If you stand by what you do, and not necessarily in a defiant way, it could be that I feel it takes more energy to be defiant against something than it than uh, than the amount of energy it takes to just simply be. Be what you want to be. Pollinate those flowers. (laughs) Pollinate those flowers. You have the information. You have the pollen. Give it to the flowers. If the flowers don't like it, that's the flowers issue. Not necessarily in a, ah, oh, screw them. But in a simply, there it is. The information's out there. Just as we have the luxury, we each individually have the luxury of choosing how to react to a situation, so does everybody else. How fun is that? Isn't it great? Just as we can choose to be offended by something enlightened and feel enhanced just as we feel that so do others so if we're gonna grant ourselves that permission to do that and feel justified in in, in, in doing that well we we can give that uh, ability or I should say Recognize that ability within others too. It's all about the resonance. It's all about what vibes with you. That's all there is to it. As the phrase goes, follow your heart. What does your heart want to do right now? Get happy. Be happy. Now. 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 So let's let's think. Do I have the birthright to be happy? Yes. I'm the authority of this Avatar's life stream, so I say yes. If that's the case, do I grant myself the ability to be happy when I want? Yes. Can I turn it on when I want? Yes. Is it important for a whole set of other circumstances to happen first, before I turn the light on of happiness, before I turn it on? No. It's not necessary. Why? Because I say so. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. That's nice to hear. Yeah. You're a good boss. Thank you. I like this kind of boss. Thank you. I, give, I grant you permission to follow your bliss. Oh, wow. Thank you. You'll let me do that? Yeah. All right. As Abraham Hicks says, be happy first. Find something, anything to be happy about. Be happy first. Get into that alignment. Get into that alignment. Align yourself with that. And then we start seeing examples of either songs, conversations we're hearing, billboards even. We start hearing reflections of, echoes of, examples of What highly resonates with us. And what we most love. That's how that works. That's how that works. Magnetization. Magnetization. I think we talked about before. This is something I would tell my students when I was substitute teaching. I wrote out the word genius, and then I split it in two. Genie plus us. We're the genie. We grant ourselves permission. Oh, my stomach's got something to say. I hope you're able to hear some of that. At some point, we will be able to read the sounds of what our stomachs are saying. Something that'll happen. That's all for now. However, I will be back giving praise to those who have contributed to this episode. That will be occurring, that will be occurring, sooner than later, later for me in this time, in this reality experience time frame, however, sooner for you in this reality experience time frame that you are listening to right now.
0: of the mystic, the shaman, the dreamer to gentle and where we might go with our technology so that we use all the applications of this stuff really, really well. So that's essentially what it's about. We take some core understandings of the new science. For example, the understanding that maybe right now we're living in countless parallel universes. This is a very interesting thesis. It's called the many worlds hypothesis. Nowadays, it's often called the many interacting worlds hypothesis on the understanding that we're not only living in one of uncountable parallel universes, but they're impacting each other. They're buffeting each other. They're bruising each other or arousing each other in ways that it's terribly difficult to understand unless you borrow the tools of active dreaming. Because one of the central ideas here is that with our skills of active dreaming, which is a yoga of dreaming, it's not dream yoga in the Eastern sense exactly, but it's a discipline, it's a practice of advanced dreaming with those skills, skills that the shaman understands, the real shaman, skills that the, that the everyday dreamer understands when he and she gets more conscious and more active. With those skills, we can understand exactly how all of this works and bring it into embodied life and empower our lives and make everything better. Oh, man.
4: Yeah. So and you had him...
0: Off the wall, I've got to tell you something
3: that you've probably heard before. Tell me if you've heard it before. Do you have a very much a resemblance to Quentin Tarantino. I have heard it. Okay. I just want to make sure you've That's heard it. I've, I've heard it. Do you like feet? Is that? Do you like feet? Yes. Along with Quentin Tarantino, you know, the next follow-up question. Feet in what way? <laughs> Do you like to look <laughs> at feet in what women's way? feet? Do you like feet? I, I've never been much of a foot fetish Okay. I like can the Quentin Tarantino thing. I don't know if you know Tarantino, obviously, if you watch any oh, of his yeah, yeah, movies. Oh, yeah, He's into feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just my, oh, yeah, yeah. it was my yes. no, I've normal, seen
2: all his films. <laughs> it was my normal follow-up question. I, I've, seen all, I've seen Anyone all, I've seen all his films and normal? I definitely
3: am aware of that. But, yes. but no, I've never okay. been asked that. That's, that's the first. Oh, you
2: haven't been asked that before. I've
3: never been asked that. I'm into No, me. I
2: am. a strange though.
3: That's, that's okay. Oh. We all are here, aren't we? <laughs>
2: yeah, I think so. Both wonderful and strange. Yes, exactly.
4: <laughs> so what was the first Twin Peaks-related project that you started once Twin Peaks season one and or season two was done? The first, what was the determining thing that They <laughs> got God the ball, ball like rolling. Yeah, they got the whole ball rolling. It
3: wasn't really, well, the festival started it wasn't was like, 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 was was like, like, the festival like,
4: oh,
3: like anymore. The uh, basically, there was somebody that ran it into the ground and it was over. Really? And I had to kind of, that was kind of, oh. Be freaky, Chris. Well, talking Give me freaky. What would freaky be? One, would two, 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 four, Give it to oh, yeah. me! Give it to me! Like, yes. Like my bob. <laughs> so okay, so um, <laughs> when you're standing right. You got the evolution of the arm behind you. Hold oh on my a god, dude, that now. is the evolution <laughs> of
4: the arm. Yeah, that is yeah. the evolution I of the arm. Sound I, don't know. Like I don't remember that. And I sound like this. Yeah, yes. Oh my god, that's cool. I mean, it's in the bridge. <laughs> That's right. There you go. That's what it sounds so like. So, what What was the, 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 like, when did you first start putting together the festival and any of that 2002. stuff? 2002. Um, so, know. someone else gave you the baton, baton, so to speak. Oh, They're exactly. like, somebody okay, else ran, ran else it into the
3: ground and it, and it was dead. So it was how, how many was years was, was that, that going before you picked it up? Right. I was kind of got involved in it, but then there was somebody that was not really honest with it. I'm not going to say this on the air, but I'll say it to you and basically didn't pay people, and the thing was dead. Guys, like, oh, okay, basically it was a matter Instead, of, I like, I'm not gonna like, let this guy, we you know, he was very young down, at the time. Like, oh, it doesn't matter, this is, this is not gonna, this is gonna die. It's the only thing keeping the film to alive, because it was at that point. I mean, we'd lose money every year doing it, but it didn't matter, because it was the only thing keeping it alive. Yeah,
4: yeah,
2: yeah.
3: And you know,
4: so that's kinda what happened. I was like, I was like, Holy moly, that's so kickass. Do you live out in that area?
3: Oh no, I live here. So you ran that from here? From LA, yeah. Okay, but then I'm, not, you know, I'm not. Well, then how we've got you, other people that run it. That how did you link up night. with resources out there, you, you know, know, to meet people there? Now, I mean, the people that are the main organizers, I know, and I work with them. Oh I'm, my basically god! Basically, my job now is you know, it's getting it's them the awesome. Cash. It's, it's awesome. Kind of my job. I'm doing the trivia games.
4: So, okay,
3: when is the next Twin festival? It'll, it'll be this next year. I'm not allowed to say the dates yet. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay.
4: So when, when was the last one? Actually, July. So last year I July. it in July. Now, July now was, was that... Now, was that... Okay, I'm trying to think in my brain. Um, In terms of Twin Peaks Season 3, how close was that we, of we, when we it was sc- airing Sabrina to when it
3: You know Sabrina, of course. Sabrina Sutherland. Oh, you're right. The producer? You're right. She was there. She screened the episode as it aired at the festival, part twelve. It there must have been exciting, dude, to be able to. Oh, my God. In the warehouse location. You gotta be kidding me, that's incredible. The thing and David Lynch watched us watching it, which we dude, didn't know until after it was over. Okay, I think
4: I saw a video when he was talking. Was that at that place where he was talking to you guys? He didn't talk to oh, us. Oh, is that someone else?
3: Oh, oh. But he, but he watched a you guys watching he it. He watched us watch it. Oh my God. Set up the we didn't know it.
4: Oh, my God. Sabrina, How? What a cool thing is that, dude.
3: So we were sitting there with, uh, because we had, we usually get about 14 actors. This year we had, you know, Krista Sabrina, Amy Shields. Oh, my God. Uh, and, and Sherilyn Fenn. Because now
4: your cast is, like, amplified so much now. Because now this it's a matter now. of choosing. Now
3: we get, to bring. So now it's, like, really different. People here
4: tonight. So a lot, of these guys, a lot of these guys must have heard about the Twin Peaks Festival and John go, oh my gosh, can I please a lot of be there? John
3: Caratello, you know, played Chad here, now was there last year. He did karaoke with oh. us at the karaoke night. Oh my actually.
4: God, that's great.
3: I oh know my Jesus, God. Uh, Chad, you know, I saw him in
4: there. I saw him in there.
3: Actually, I need to give him oh. this, which reminds me. What is at. it they're drink tickets that's what I was going oh to oh to dude Well it was great
4: talking I, I to you I will be man. right back but uh, oh, cool, cool, you, you'll cool. have my
3: number correct? oh yeah yeah, yeah give you my card. thank
4: you so much thank then you I did give you my card oh yeah yeah Yeah, I got it I so got talk it. to me about the 15th yeah I have you on the show yeah for sure that dude, sounds good it's what, what's your me. show again? Uh, it's called Inspirato Projecto and can I find you online if I type that up? oh yeah oh yeah what's what your yeah. full name again? my full name is Kurt Kurt Clendenin you can also type me in as CEC my middle name is Eric
2: C- okay, I'll C- well, C- miss you
4: again, Kurt. Uh, I Absolutely. On, oh, cool. All right, man. Take care. I would like to say thank you to uh, Tim Aranetta for, if I haven't thanked you yet, thank you so much for that fantastic improvised song. Thank you so much,
1: John Garside from. Forgotten Tales for giving us that amazing TSA segment also uh, we heard earlier Robert Moss who's a shaman of dreaming
4: quantum dreaming and we just heard an interview, a brief interview with Dory and myself, we were interviewing uh, Joshua Eisenstadt at the at One Eye Jacks they did these a series of these pop-ups, Twin Peaks pop-ups when season 3 came out and that was on New Year's, New Year's
1: Eve. And we saw him there and we interviewed him. He helps out with the Twin Peaks Festival. He has a lot of a lot of great uh, trivia, knows a lot of great trivia. I actually interviewed him on, on uh, Inspirator Projector Radio on 1630
4: AM, K. Chung in Chinatown. That was awesome. So you just heard, for the very first time, a, a um, one of the first on-the-street interviews. I recorded that with the intention of playing it on, on the radio, not realizing that I'd one day have a podcast. So
1: a lot of the stuff you do,
4: folks, you never know, never know how it's going to be utilized for future endeavors. and Now, some more shenanigans. Imagine this on a, uh, on a guitar, like very
2: distorted. <laughs> Do do Mm-hmm. little, 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 da